Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin and we're here with a special recording for The Flash. We were able to go and see a, an exclusive sneak peek fan preview last week and we saw it in theaters on the big screen and we want to talk about it and just kind of give you guys a, a spoiler free review for a few minutes and then from there after that we'll close it out and then do a a spoiler filled review for when the action the movie actually is released officially later this week on I think it's June 15th or 16th so stay tuned for that half that part of it um, but like I said my name is Justin I'm glad you guys are here we want to thank all our new subscribers all the people who have been commenting on the video and watching we really appreciate it helps us out a lot um, and if you haven't subscribed to the our channel please do so it's uh, we don't uh, post anything other than nerdy stuff so if that's your jam then you'll you know you'll find the stuff that's that's hopefully interests you but uh, i do have my fellow uh, nerds with me my fellow companions fellow time travelers speedsters we got nathan here with me hey what's up and then we got mark joining us as well hey guys how's it going and we're here to talk the <coughs> flash so without revealing anything um there were a few things that I wanted to talk about. There was um, some things that surprised me or kind of went like I expected it, but then it went above and beyond that. So first of all, first of all the, the comedy level was a little, I don't, I don't want to say surprising, but like I said, it was more than I thought it would, that it would be based on DC movies and um, kind of their history, that sort of thing. So... As far as that comedic level, that comedic tone, most of it was with uh, Ezra Miller's Flash and Barry Allen. Um, we have seen these in the trailers. So we'll be talking about what we've seen in the trailers. Uh, you see them in the trailer interacting with each other. And that uh, was, seemed to be the main source of comedy uh, was those two characters. But uh, for you, Mark, as far as their... Their interactions, the comedy level. What did you think of that overall with with this movie? Um, this is a tough one for me. I get why they did it, right? Because you're showing you got the two berries. There could be some comedy gold in there. Um, I I don't know. We're talking about a younger Barry here, right? Mm, he's yeah. seeing a younger version of himself. So yes, with a younger. I mean, he's already young as it is. You know, we've kind of got that. You know, compared to everyone else. Uh, so now he's younger, but he's not this level of comedy younger, right? I mean, he's not 15 mm -hmm. and, and I feel like that, that that's the comedy level we got. Um, I mean, it was still good. I'm not going to like kill it, you know, for it, but it was way more than I thought. It almost got to a point where I was like, okay, this, this is, I'm watching a Marvel film. <laughs> and and it was a you know but then it uh, right about the time I, it got too much is about the time too much ended which mm -hmm. was actually pretty good you know it was like oh okay you know like it um but yeah definitely more than i thought a little bit more juvenile for the age he was taught that we're talking but it was it was still good you know i'll yeah. still give i'll give that comedy you know could <clears throat> be minus b right there yeah. okay yeah. What about for you, Nathan? You know, with Ezra Miller and what we saw with um, his character in the previous DC films, uh, I wasn't surprised. I, uh, and in fact, I was um, the, the, the 
the character that we did saw seemed like he had kind of taken on a, a role where he was trying to be more responsible. But then again, as Mark mentioned, when he gets paired up with his alter self, then it was like, it was like two opposite spectrums, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of saw the Ezra who was seasoned, who had seen some very serious things in his life. And obviously that tempered him to a certain degree. Uh, and when there were bad things happening, obviously it affected him or the, his other, where the other Ezra <clears throat> or Barry Allen character that we obviously see in, in the trailer hasn't had those experiences yet. And so he's just full tilt goofball kind of a character. So I, I agree with Mark in, in that respect. Uh, and yeah, there were certainly some scenes that you're like, whoa. Um, but it didn't really um, distract from me because right when it would have, it kind of, it, it stopped. And so to me, it was like they got right up to that point where it needed to be maybe even a little more, but any more, you definitely would have been like, oh, this is kind of, you're, you're kind of killing it. You're taken away from the, and the seriousness of the, of the movie, which, you know, this movie has some pretty heavy, um, you know, tones with regarding obviously the death of a parent, you know, that can be pretty serious. Obviously it would be, is very serious, especially for a young child. So they kind of, I can understand why they need to sometimes counter that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, again, I I agree with Mark. It was, it was, I, although I wasn't un, I wasn't completely surprised by it. I definitely felt like at that point, right when it got to be the point where it was like, okay, this is probably a little too much. That's kind of when it ended. Okay, yeah, and that's my thoughts as well. So we it seems like we're all on the same page where it was funny. It started to wear on us a little bit, and then it stopped. And yeah. it kind of went into the <clears throat> the next phase. Which is the nostalgia phase. <laughs> yeah. Because they do meet up with uh, Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, and his Batman. So, and that's something that's heavily advertised in the theaters or in the in the trailers, yeah. right? Uh, that we've been seeing. So, how did that sit well with you? I mean, I think we all saw Batman in theaters, or at least at a young age, we were seeing it, watching that film with Batman that was released in 1989. And then uh, the second one, was that Batman Begin? No, that was Returns. Yeah, Batman Returns, Returns. Mm-hmm. with the Penguin. And so we, you know, we've seen that character, that actor portray that character. First of all, was it consistent? Did it, when he led into that, we saw him, was it like, oh yeah, that's, that's the same character. Second of all, was it, how was the nostalgia factor for you? Um, let's start with Nathan. Uh, I yeah, it was great. Uh, I didn't go, you know, I didn't go into this movie with like, oh, I'm gonna finally see Michael Keaton, and that was like my main purpose of wanting to see it, or would have been my main pur- purpose of seeing it. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of just like a added benefit for me. I certainly was looking forward to it. I thought it was gonna be really cool. Mm-hmm. And when you do see him, you know, you're you are kind of like taken aback because, you know, obviously without spoiling anything, he's not the same person. He's older. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- you know, the circumstances are different in, in this part of his life. Um, but I guess I'll throw it up to 
something that I'll describe as Darth Vader's hallway moment. <laughs> you know, uh, we have some great fighting scenes with Michael Keaton yeah. that you probably wouldn't have been able to get to to have. We we didn't get on the level that we did in the originals or the, the original Batman movies because fighting has just developed and in these scenes there's where more it's way more dynamic there's almost kind of like a a martial art kind of effect to it um a lot more flying around a lot you know you can definitely see that with the advance of cinematography and digital effects that that they can do a lot more bigger feats and uh i loved it it was great yeah okay cool what about for you mark how did this michael keaton bruce wayne and batman sit with you listen I have this big-ass <laughs> book of Batman. So if you're asking me what I thought when they brought freaking Michael Keaton back, the, I, I loved it, all right? Yeah. Um, when I heard they were bringing Michael Keaton back, I was excited. I didn't know how it would be because Michael Keaton's like 180. I mean, <laughs> right. he's, he's, really, he's really 74, right? Something like that. So um i was a little nervous right what are we gonna do with him like he's an older guy right like you know how's that how's that gonna work and it worked great i I loved how they brought him in i loved um you know the storyline they brought you know kind of like with who he is where he's been etc like that you know um i I think any time that you can come back to the roots right i mean dc is a reboot we've never gone in this deep i don't think ever um you know for Mm -hmm. live action but there's a lot of older fans and I think this was a great way to strike back with the older fans to like get them involved. Like, man, this is right back to our roots from the eighties. Uh, you know, I, I grew up watching Adam West next was Michael Keaton, you know, so that's back to the original Batman's I love before we got kind of into the goofy area of Batman. Uh, so for me, it was a 10 out of 10 bringing Michael Keaton as Batman and watching him move, see the soaring Batman, see that cool stuff. I I loved it. Yeah. 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 I was surprised. Um, I didn't necessarily not like his Batman, but it's, you know, 1989, 1991 or two was the sequel. So it's been a while. Those movies are dated. Um, I don't really watch them. I've watched them maybe eight, 10 years ago. I was like, these movies are dated. And so I wasn't sure how I would like it. And I was like, cool, Keaton's back. We'll see how it goes. Kind of like what you said, Nathan. <clears throat> and then seeing it, I was pleasantly surprised yeah. at how well he fit into the movie. Um, you know, I don't think we, I didn't expect him to be like the same guy just, you know, however many years later. So I was glad to see there was a character change and he had developed and kind of some things that, moved on in his life, but then he was able to get back into it. So I think that went really well with the story and how it all played out. So I was pleasantly surprised to see him. And then like Mark said, a lot of action and um, scenes that we hadn't, we didn't get to see earlier on because of cinematography, like you said. So, And not, I I mean, the Batman Returns wasn't probably received as well, even though it had fantastic actors in it, you know, and great, um, but it, I mean, it's it's a Tim Burton Batman, and this is no Tim Burton yeah. Batman, and yeah. I, that's the best way. This is the kind of this is almost like a Chris Nolan Batman. I mean, this guy, like he's 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 tough. He's fight he fights hard. I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how they made him. Yeah, you know, 
not Tim Burton style, but I kind of felt too that he was a little, uh, you know, uh, was it Chris Nolan, um, old Tim Burton Batman? Like I'm older, I've seen some things, I've been down this road. You know, you could kind of get that from him. Like he, you know, that even though he was not the same Batman, that he'd been there mm-hmm. and and he'd seen it. So that's what I like. I got that feel and kind of bought into this guy, you know, like, yeah. oh, man, yeah, he's he's the old war hero. Yeah, yeah. And we saw the Batplane. We saw the Batmobile, his Batmobile, right? So we had those those yes. equipment nostalgic moments as well, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. Some of the other characters, there was Ben Ben, Affleck, ben Affleck's Batman in the beginning. Uh, we've seen the trailers for the, the action sequences there. I thought that was really well done. I enjoyed seeing him. He's my favorite Batman up to this point, so I was glad to see him there, along with uh, um, some other characters <laughs> that aren't in the trailer. <laughs> so, um, but how do you feel like that part of the the story fit in? Did it flow well? Was it? I mean, it's connecting it to the previous, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. what we saw there. So is there a, a thread there that made sense? Mark? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I think it did a good job making sense <laughs> without giving too much up, right? I mean, it it's uh, there's going to be some interesting things come out of the whole Batman thing now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was cool, right? Especially, you know, transitioning, you know, going from old Justice League, Zack Snyder, to... Um, where it's going and so i thought it was very appropriate to have him in there very appropriate to bring yeah you know our old beloved you know batman back um i i don't think they did anything wrong with batman in the show okay no in fact if anything this is there's a lot of batman in this movie (laughs) i mean it's almost like you could almost like some of the movie posters show uh there's a the flash um, lightning bolt over the bat sign. Mm-hmm. I mean that that that's pretty appropriate to kind of like Lord, describing yeah. what this movie is. It's almost like a a duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the movie. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we see other characters. We see Zod. We see Fiora, who was Zod's lieutenant, I believe. And there, we kind of get a throwback to the the event when he tries to terraform earth in man of steel with the the world builder world machine machine destroying metropolis there's some moments that are there that are pretty cool and then also they're fighting uh zod and fiora so as far as zod that you know how does it compare to man of steel is it a believable character that whole kind of krypton Kryptonians attacking Earth. What do you guys think about that that part of it, Mark? Um, only because I've seen it, right? If I'd never seen it, I'd have a hard time buying into it. You know, I'd be yeah. like, because I, I felt that, like, I, when I was watching, I was like, okay, you know, it's a little, you know, but disconnected. But they didn't, they don't want to replay the story. We know the story. Right, and they kind of explained the little differences, right, that you're going to see in the story. Um, you know, it's a different universe, etc. But uh, I could buy into it just because I had seen it. Um, so I, I give that. I, I think I give that like an eight out of ten, mostly just because 
it's tough to to transition to that story without I don't know introducing me to that story if that makes sense. But I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't get to see it here, so it's it just kind of seemed it, it it went well, but it kind of paced weird. I guess is maybe the you know once it got going, it went really weird. It went really well, but like the introduction to it and how it went it, like initially, it just paced weird for me. Um, but then then it was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on that, Nathan? That part of it? You know, going into that scene, you know, they kind of had already introduced a, a, a larger, bigger uh, issue that they were trying to deal with. And this was just kind of like the scenario or scene that they found themselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, um, it didn't take away. So I'm like, I, like Mark, I'm like, I knew... I, I'm familiar with that part of the story, but obviously with the with the the situation that the movie puts you in as you're watching it, it's not going to be the same. But the the weight of the situation is still the same. However, because of the bigger plot of the movie, um, I was more worried about that and how that ultimately they're still going to deal with that as as they kind of dealt with this. We knew that they overcame this this issue was overcome by in another movie so the the i juxtapose the entire time that they are still going to you know figure out a different way to defeat zod and and still have to deal with this issue it doesn't really quite work out that way and it's for the better i liked it yeah yeah that part was surprising you know, now that I think about it too, as you're saying that, like I think more it had to do with like before it was a very passionate Zod, right? Yeah. He had these deep ties to, you know, Kalel, right? And mm-hmm. like they meant something to him, like you know, he killed his dad, and you know, this, that, and the other, et cetera, et cetera. And so that he had a lot of personal beef in it. And this one, it was like passionless brutality, right? It was just brutal to be brutal and i think maybe that's what it was right because it was like he wasn't invested in like is emotionally invested in it so much as this is my job i'm here to get it done and if 10 million people die doing it so be it mm-hmm. right and so you, you just kind of got this and maybe that's where the disconnect came from is it you know we saw zod and it was just this like <laughs> non-passion like killing you know so it's just like wow that's crazy who does that but mm-hmm. zod does that that's who does that yeah. Yeah, now that you bring that up, I think that was my biggest complaint is it wasn't the same feeling, same Zod. And like you said, the the personal touch wasn't there because he's not fighting Kal-El, he's fighting Supergirl, which is who is Kara Zorel. So let's talk about her a little bit. Would you like just kind of general feelings, what did you think of her as a character, what we saw, and did she fit in with this movie? Nathan? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I really liked her, although kind of to touching on a, a little bit what you both just kind of touched on, it did seem a little, um, uh, what's the word, uh, dissected or not quite um, because there we, we don't know her. We really don't know her origin. We don't know her backstory, at least not in from the movie. We, right. we do get a brief one. But it's not something you spend an hour learning, and and then she's there, and then you're like, and then she's basically fighting Zod. So again, 
you don't, it, the gravity of that isn't as much mm-hmm. as it would have been. But I think that's, and that's so I agree. But at the same time, that's probably by design because we don't want a, you know, a man of steel two, right? We need woman in steel. Yeah. We, we don't need a sequel uh, or a redo or, of that movie. If anything, they, you know, so I think they did a good job of like bringing the weight of the situation, but may, you know, reminding us that there was a bigger story there that, and so we, they need to be careful not to make it too much about Zod. Um, for that very reason otherwise we just would have been like well that was just a another you know that was just a reboot of a movie we've already seen with mm-hmm. a plot we already are familiar with um in the end i really liked her i thought she was great yeah i i loved having her in the movie and the whole backstory with her and how she's there and and the uh what you'll later learn um uh but at the same time you almost feel like yeah, some part of me was like, man, I wish we could have had her introduced a little earlier in the movie so we could kind of get to know her a little better. Yeah. Uh, could that character development isn't kind of, it doesn't see the kind of screen time you would hope, but still, I enjoyed it. Really liked it. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Any thoughts on Supergirl? Um, <laughs> I mean, we haven't really seen a Supergirl in a movie, right, since, what, 84? later right (laughs) so it's been a long time and you know they kind of reimagined her from that really and i don't think they could have reimagined her in a better way i i absolutely loved it i thought for the movie and what she should have been was spot on right you know like uh, you know her kind of origin quick origin story like you know who she is where she came from spot on her attitude spot on um and then I think they did a really good job bringing her in, like, oh my gosh, we got a Supergirl, that's amazing, you know, blah, blah, but not making it about Supergirl. You know, it was like this, you know, it wasn't like a Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Where Batman was like key component to the outcome of, you know, uh, of where we're going to. Supergirl, she was there, she had a good role to play. She played it well, but it was never centered on her and what she could do and what she could accomplish. It was still always about Flash, and and I like that. It didn't allow that kind of magnitude of power to overshadow, mm-hmm. you know, what Flash is doing. And I like that, right? Because Flash, I mean, yeah, we all we all know he's super fast. That's it. He goes <laughs> travel through time, right? It, it, it really that's it. So when you compare him <clears> to like <throat> Superman, he kind of pales a little bit, right? Like it's like, oh, I mean, I got Superman. Yeah, flash like who am i picking so you know being that you know that comparison i thought they did a really good job not you know not trying to shade him out at all Mm -hmm. but keeping him forefront you know to that kind of power and i liked it okay that's a good point um i i did wish we had seen more of her i really liked her as a character introduction um, I wanted to see more of her, but now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, if they, cause she could easily overpower flash and his storyline and who he is as a character. Cause she's, you know, the Kryptonians are way more powerful. Um, but I did want to, hopefully we see more of her in another film at some point, another reiteration. Yeah. I, I, again, and again, like what Mark pointed out, I think they did a great job of, of bringing these characters in. Um, but also at the same time, 
making sure that the movies the movie didn't come about become about those characters um versus the flash um because yeah. i mean it, it really is a flash movie and that's what we need to make sure we're focused on mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> okay well so it ended up being a little longer than we thought it would be um <laughs> but I, I still felt like we addressed a lot of the good things and good topics uh, overall any well, any final thoughts that we missed? Maybe something we didn't talk about. And then, what do you guys give this movie as a like out of either a, a grade like ABC or a, from one to ten? Would you guys give it? Um, what about for you, Nathan? Ooh, that's tough. Definitely, definitely worth seeing in the in the theaters. Not mm-hmm. something you wait to see on TV. And ooh, a solid solid eight maybe maybe even a nine um mm-hmm. it's 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 good it's a good movie it's yeah. definitely entertaining and something that i have appreciated um that i've kind of have somewhat a, a little bit of a complaint on some of the mcu is it's not you know two and a half hour, it's not like a three hour movie with two and a half hours of fighting and a half hour of dialogue, right? This one is a little bit of a slower pace. You know, there were some parts where I'm like, okay, let's let's move on. But it never was at a point where it was like distracting to me. There was only one or two times when I was sitting there, I was watching it, and I was like, I felt like, huh, you know, this. I feel like we need to move it on. But it never, at the end, it didn't really impact my overall thought of the movie, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Great movie. So you recommend people go see it this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Whenever they get a chance. Two two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. (laughs) What about for you, Mark? Um, You know, we talk about the nostalgic piece. There's something to be said about the nostalgic stuff. Uh, We had a great nostalgic moment in the last Marvel, right? At the end, after Iron Man dies. Great nostalgic piece at his funeral. I liked it. The nostalgia I get from this movie beats that, and and that was a great scene. So that's how great some of this is to me, right? I'm a big DC fan, though. I love it. Some people don't. For me, it was better. Um, the storyline, what they did with Kara, what they did with Batman, bringing you know him back in. The storyline, you know, coming together as it did, and the transformation that we see from flash the the lessons he learned from the beginning to the end were mm-hmm. were a great arc for him to grow up right so to say um he he gets to a point where now he's the mentor and and i liked that that was exciting for me to watch that transformation i i enjoyed every moment of it uh i went to this movie and I remember on my drive, it's an hour drive for me, and I remember driving, and I was like, eh, all right, I guess see it. You know, I'm going to watch it anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to go. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I'm glad I didn't miss that. Um, solid nine, for sure. I, you know, I, it's been a while, I think, I've, since I've given solid nines. I get a lot of seven and a halves, sevens. Uh, solid nine, for sure. Um, you put Michael Keaton in nostalgic moment, it's like an 11. Right, go see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, like what you guys have said, uh, definitely a must-see for me as well. I enjoyed seeing the the alternate take on the um, the Superman events that we saw in Man of Steel. And then we saw a little different view in Batman versus Superman with um, Bruce Wayne coming in and 
being there and kind of observing what's happening. And then we get a little bit of that in this film as well. And then, uh, like you guys talked about with, uh, Barry Allen mentoring Barry Allen himself. And not only is he teaching, but he's learning. He's like, Hey, I gotta, you know, do better, be a better person. And it just kind of rounds out his character as, as the movie goes on. And he starts to care more. Not that he didn't before, but he was always like the goofball of the, the justice league. Since they didn't have Green Lantern, there's a lot of great Green Lantern flash moments in the Justice League comics that I wish we could see on screen. But <laughs> since we didn't, we just had him and a little bit of Cyborg in Justice League. They were kind of the comedic elements. But here we see him learning and growing up, which I thought was great. And yeah. very entertaining all the way through. The nostalgic factor was there. Like I said earlier, I was surprised about how much I enjoyed seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman. That amped it up even more for me. And then the Supergirl moments are just icing on the cake. So yeah, definitely must a must-see movie in theaters. And I give it a nine as well. Yeah. So, I was going to say eight and a half. It's, it's like 8.75, I should say. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah. Same, th- eight, eight, nine. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, so that's it for our spoiler-free review. We'll be doing a spoiler field review later on, so stay tuned for that. But we don't want to ruin anything for you. Hopefully we didn't. There are some hints here and there that'll make sense once you see it. Seen the movie, but I don't think we actually spoil anything. So go see the film and comment on the video after you see it. Let, let us know what you think. But we want to thank you guys for joining us, and we will catch you next time. See you guys. Adios.